Kapuna Wiki was previously recorded. Welcome to Kapuna Wiki, Hawaii's senior resource, the radio show that helps you find answers on important topics like finances, senior housing, estate planning, real estate, health, and much more. Now, let's join Kapuna Wiki hosts, Brandon Lau and Andrew Leon. Aloha and welcome to the Kapuna Wiki radio show. This month, we are talking about health and wellness. And in studio, we have Sensei Bill Doi and Sensei Hiroshi Kato with Kapuna Aikido, Hawaii. Uh, Kapuna Wiki is Hawaii's senior resource. We talk to the best local professionals in the state regarding topics such as real estate, senior housing, estate planning, finance, and health so that our Kapuna families can find the best resources in the midst of a life transition. We try to make sure our seniors are informed and supported every step of the way. Thanks for joining us today. I'm Brandon Lau. And I'm Andrew Leong. Your host for the Kapuna Wiki radio show. If you miss any of your shows on air, the Kapuna Wiki Radio Show is available as a podcast and can be found on Spotify, Apple, and Podbean for listening pleasure. Our title sponsor for today is Cheney Brooks Choice Advisors, providing you with the best real estate information so you can make the most informed decisions. As they like to say, real estate is about choice. To contact them, call 808-753-9033. And now we have our Real Estate Tip of the Week, brought to you by Cheney Brooks Choice Advisors. Improve Curb Appeal. Before they even walk through your doors, buyers are judging your house. Do some inexpensive upgrades such as adding light fixtures, replacing the mailbox, or sprucing up the landscaping with some flowers. For more information on how to enhance your curb appeal, contact Cheney Brooks Choice Advisors at 808-753-9033. Again, today we have the pleasure of speaking with Sensei Bill Doi, who is a fifth-degree black belt, and also Sensei Hiroshi Kato, who is a fourth degree black belt, and they are with Kupuna Aikido Hawaii. Welcome, guys. How are you? Very good. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for having us here. Bill, you know, I'm just so impressed, uh, based on our pre-show conversation of your commitment <coughs> to the martial art of Aikido, and maybe you can just share with our listeners a little bit of yourself, how you got into Aikido, and then, of course, how you got into uh, Kupuna Aikido Hawaii. Okay. Um, I was always interested in martial arts, you know, even as a teenager. Mm-hmm. And um, early on, I took, uh, I was heavily involved in uh, karate. Okay. Uh, then I moved to the mainland to go to college, and uh, there were not very good, many good schools there. Mm-hmm. Eventually, I graduated from college, returned to Honolulu, and I met a friend that was deeply involved in Aikido. Okay. And so he asked me to, you know, invited me to join a, to see what a class looked like. So I went there and I sat through a class and I was greatly impressed to the point where um, I really wanted to join them. Okay. So and how old were you at the time? I was, uh, I had just become 20... About 35, okay. 35 years old. So I had already graduated from college. I'd started working, and I was really looking for something to do. Mm. And so when it interests me, interested me to Aikido, I really liked it. So immediately I joined. Now were you at a, a desk job, and you wanted to get out no, there and get physical uh, somehow? Actually, or? I was. I was what, doing a desk job. What was your career back then? And uh, I graduated as an electronics engineer. Okay. And so eventually 
as you get promoted, you get away from doing electronics and you start doing paperwork. Mm. And that I did not care very much for. <laughs> you know, so Aikido was a way to go out and, you know, burn up some energy. That was your outlet. Yes, my right. outlet. That's right. So what convinced you to switch from, say, karate to Aikido? I, um, Aikido presents a way to protect yourself in such a way that you don't necessarily have to hurt the other guy. Mm. In, in karate, if um, an aggressor came, the only way to stop him is to hit him hard enough that he falls down and right. discontinues the attack. Where in Aikido, there are many options. You can just restrain him, or you can just gently put him on the ground, or you could break his neck. Right. Depending, <laughs> depending what, on the situation. Right, right. De depending what the situation was. So I looked at it and said, wow, this is fantastic, where you can protect yourself and the people around you mm -hmm. without really hurting the aggressor. Right. And that had a great appeal to me. Right. Yeah. And you've been doing Aikido now for, you said, over 40 years? 42 years, yes. Wow. Right. And yes. what dojo did you start out with back then? Um, there's a small dojo. There was one on um, Kaimuki Avenue uh, near a corner of Kaimuki and Palolo Avenue. Okay. Um, started there, and um, after about a year, there was a, a change in the instructors. And... The instructors created, uh, left that dojo and created their own. Mm. And uh, at that point, I joined them and was with them ever since. Wow. You know, and so I was with the new dojo for about 40 years. 40 years. Yes, right. And so you were a practitioner. You <coughs> obviously progressed because it says here you're a fifth-degree black belt. Yes. But right. What exactly does that mean? <laughs> well, uh, up till about... I believe this is a third degree black belt. You actually have to perform, do the, the physical motions right. of, you know, um, attack and defend, that kind of thing. After that, the fourth and fifth degrees are more honorary degrees mm. that um, you do things for the benefit of Aikido or for benefit of the, the people in general. Right. And right. I was fortunate enough that I stayed long enough, and I had influence of good instructors that mm. I began to take that path. Right. And hopefully we'll be able to continue that path. No, that's great. I mean, it's basically, you know, your mentorship and your counsel of students and the organization, right? Yes. You're helping them, everybody to progress. Yes. yes. So in, we were, I was able to get, meet a group of really good people. Uh -huh. And that we all had the same idea, one of um, doing community service. Okay. And as a result, um, we got together and created Kupuna Aikido. How, how long ago was Kupuna Aikido? We started, I believe, it's about from the time of inception, about five years now. Okay. Yeah. Um, and but we lost two years because of the virus. Huh? Yeah. 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 Now. The Kupuna Aikido Hawaii, is it comprised of uh, practitioners that you already were familiar with, or did you meet some other peop like-minded people and say, hey, this would be great for Yeah, it's a combination of both. Okay. The original founders of um, Kupuna Aikido were 
people that were taking Aikido at the same time. They all came from the same dojo, uh-huh. and we, that we formed that group. And okay. uh, over time, the um, directors left and new directors came. So, you know, now we have a mix of different people. Yeah. But the core is still the same. Guys that originally that were originally there when we started Kupuna Aikido. Wow. You know, what, what's amazing is that the longevity that you and others have uh, within the art, right? I mm-hmm. mean, to, to stay there for four decades yes, and it, continue it, on, that's, that's amazing. If you took the seven people that originally found, you know, were the founders of Aikido, I believe we have about 350 years of Aikido experience in wow. those seven people. So um, we're a lot of very old timers there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what is the inspiration behind uh, Kupuna Aikido Hawaii? I, I think largely, you know, in, in the process of taking Aikido, we're always reminded that um, you should, Aikido should be done for the good of others, to help other people. And so as we developed and pro- progressed into Aikido, we're always talking about, it started off on the basis of an exercise class for senior citizens. Mm-hmm. And we did this for a while, and just at one of the meetings we had, somebody just came up with the idea. I said, why don't you teach them how to fall safely? Mm-hmm. And we thought, wow, this is a fantastic idea. Why not? Right. And so from that thought, we started to look at things from a slightly different point of view, not only um, stretching and exercise and things right. like that, but in the event they fell, how can they fall in such a way to minimize injuries? Right. And that's how this thing came about. That's great. Now, before we jumped on air, Bill, you shared with me uh, kind of the, the origins of Aikido and what the word stands for, and um, you know the fact it's not about hurting or competing with other people, but I th- I think that core of understanding kind of leads into why Kupuna Aikido Hawaii is so successful. Maybe you can share a little bit about that understanding, okay. origins of Aikido, and okay. how does that affect the practitioner? It, it, if you look at the word, the founder, the person that founded Aikido, yeah. he used the word. The word Aikido, if you look at the Japanese character that make it, makes it up, mm-hmm. I means love or harmony. Mm-hmm. He is the inner strength that we all have, and Do is the path. Right. So Aikido became the path to develop harmony mm-hmm. or love. So it's something that the idea is for you, through Aikido, can become a better person. The That's idea cool. of developing harmony essentially with the entire world. It, right. was, that founder used to like to use the word universe. <laughs> <you know? laughs> Which encompasses of, everyone and everything, right? Right. So that's, that's how. And, and then as we um, developed Kupuna Aikido, we had seven like-minded people, mm-hmm. and we're able to use the information, the uh, skills, if you want to call it, the develop in falling to help senior citizens. Right. And we've spent all that time from the beginning to now eventually trying to improve it, do a little better, a little better, to the point where um, hopefully we get a little better every year. 
Yeah. Now, uh, I'm just looking at some statistics here on your brochure, and it has some pretty alarming numbers, which tell us why it's important for kupuna to learn how to fall safely. Mm -hmm. uh, I'll just read a few of these. It says 60% of falls occur at the home. 51% uh, of elderly deaths mm -hmm. are caused by falls in the home. It says elders 85 and older are 10 times more likely to fall than those 65 to 69. And I'll just say one more here. Now, this is a little more, uh, you know, uh, if I can say, it's reality, but it says 24% of those over the age of 50 will not live more than 12 months after a fall. Yes. And that, that is a stark reality. It is of how serious it is. staggering, yes. Yeah. Uh, most of that information, if not all of it, came from the National Institute of Health. Right. And the, the thing that it doesn't, the other thing that it doesn't say on our brochure is that that one, that automobile accidents, if you compare automobile accidents and injuries from falls. Injuries from falls is three times greater than injuries from automobile accidents. Wow. There's something that does you don't see it because people you don't hear about people falling. Yeah. But statistically three times more people get injured by falling than through automobile accidents. Wow. In other words, although it's nice to learn how to drive safely hmm. It's just as important, if not more important, to learn how to fall safely. Three times more. Right. <laughs> now, Bill, when we come back, I want you to share just what it means to fall safely and maybe a, a little bit more about your classes to see if our listeners could benefit from Kupuna Aikido Hawaii. So we'll okay. talk more about that right after this commercial break. We'll be back with more Kupuna Wiki right after this. Cheney Brooks Choice Advisors assists clients in buying and selling their homes by striving to create an easy and seamless transition. With multiple awards spanning most transactions of the year, client service award, and being in the top 100 realtors, Cheney Brooks Choice Advisors wants to provide you with excellent service and care when making a major life decision. Over the years, their agents have greatly enjoyed serving each and every one of their clients as if they were family. Whether you're a first-time homeowner or a senior, they understand the challenges and complexities of the real estate process and want to help you every step of the way. Cheney Brooks Choice Advisors wants to provide you with the most information so you can make the best decision. Because as they like to say, real estate is about choice. Contact Cheney Brooks Choice Advisors today for a free in-person property valuation by calling 753-9033 or email them client service at choicehi.com. Welcome back to Kupuna Wiki on AM 690, The Answer. Welcome back. If you just joined us, uh, we're speaking with Sensei Bill Doi and also Hiroshi Kato. Uh, and we're talking about um, sa Kupuna safety and specifically how to fall safely. Um, and they're with uh, Kupuna Aikido Hawaii. And, uh, Bill, you know, right before the break, um, you know, Brandon had just thrown out some some shocking stats. Uh, and, and we all know 
falls are one of the biggest risks to to kupuna, right? And and I can speak from personal experience. You know, my grandma, you know, uh, she had fell uh, fallen in, in in her her home, and she never recovered from that. I mean, she we were able to. Uh, I mean, she spent months in rehab, but I mean, she was never 100%. I, I don't even think she got even got back to 80, 90%. Um, so, so I can I can speak to that. Now, you you teach a class of how to fall safely, and and can you explain what is, what does that mean? What is how do you how do you safely fall? It seems so simple. <laughs> um, okay, basically, when you're falling. The first thing to do is to lower yourself as much as possible. We say lower your center of gravity, you know, bend down, okay? Because the lower you are, the less the impact. Obviously, if you're standing up erect and fall, you get more injured than if you're kneeling and fall. So number one, lower yourself as much as possible. When you fall, protect your head. Very, very important, mm -hmm. protect your head. Right. Your face and the back of your head, especially, if you protect your head. And to do this, it's so simple. It's, it's un, it, all you have to do is turn. Instead of landing flat on your face, mm. if you rotate your upper body or rotate your entire body such that the point that hits the ground first is the side of the body mm. rather than your hip bone or your face or your, your, your tailbone or the back of your head. And you do this just by rotating. Mm -hmm. so lower yourself, rotate, and roll. The rolling uses up all that extra energy that's there. It disperses the energy over a period of time, a longer period of time. So if you can lower yourself, rotate, and roll, you can save yourself from a lot of injury. So, so, it's, a, so it's, a it's a rolling motion that, uh, that you're aiming for. Yes. Um, okay. Okay. Um, and I think uh, you may have some a formula or some steps of, of how to how to do that, right? Yes. Like if you're if you're falling forward, generally if you can take one step and lower yourself, okay, like you almost like in a squatting position, mm -hmm. lower you can get the better. Then extend your arm in such a way that it protects your face. Okay. Mm -hmm. Extend your arm to protect your face. And then as you touch the ground, just roll, rotate your body, just roll. Now, I mean, you know, sometimes, um, you know, a senior may, I mean, it may just happen quickly, right? Like they maybe trip over a rug or something, right? Right. How, I mean, maybe their instincts are not as quick. Uh, how can you, what, what can you do to, what would you say? that they can do to at least try to minimize the impact? Okay, it, that, that is a, actually a $64 question, right? <laughs> um, the way we fall, if right now we're in the middle of uh, women's volleyball season, okay. watch what they're doing when they do what's called a pancake dig. Okay, this is exactly what we're doing. They're running as fast as they can. They're actually diving so that they lower their body and they touch the floor and rotate. And exactly our verge, it's a version of what we're doing. We're doing a version of what they're doing. Mm. It looks really similar to a local volleyball, woman's volleyball pancake dip. Okay. Um, but in terms of answering your question, really the only thing you can do is you just have to understand that when you're falling, 
the safest thing to do is lower yourself as much as possible and roll, twist. Don't land flat. Never land on the flat on your face or flat on your back. Do anything to prevent landing in that position. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, Bill, it sounds as if, uh, although we're you know, rehearsing this verbally, really you're going to have to practice it. So your, your body kind of memorizes the motion. It, that's right? really interesting. That's a kind of a... Um, you know, it's a question that that uh, it's always out there. Yeah. The the medical people use a term called um, um, defensive reflex. This is like if you're walking along the jungle and a tiger jumps out at you, mm. you're gonna extend both arms with the idea of hoping to stop the tiger. Right. It's not gonna happen, but that's what you do. This is the defensive reflex. When people fall, they use the same defensive reflex. Mm -hmm. That's why you hear of so many times that people break their wrists, wrists yeah. because they extended their arms at the first point of impact or the hands, mm -hmm. and the force is transferred into the wrist right. or the elbow or the shore, shoulder, and they break that. Now, if you could visualize landing in such a way that instead of your arms extended straight out, one arm is crossed over to the, either the left or right side. Mm. As you touch the ground, it will force you to roll. Roll. Okay. You know, the old days when we were young, I don't know about the younger people, <laughs> they used to have these Western movies where the good guys and bad guys are jumping off of stage coaches and trains and things like that. Mm -hmm. They always roll. See, watch when they hit, when they hit the ground, they always roll. And they're doing exactly, or we're doing exactly what these professional stunt people are doing, mm. touch the ground and roll. Right. Yeah. Now, uh, you folks have a class, and it's a formal class, and it's held in Liliha. Maybe you can share a little bit about that. Okay. Yeah. Our, we, as one part of what we do is we talk, we, we, we have a thing, we do a presentation, we talk about fall prevention and how to fall. This is like a lecture. Mm -hmm. Other part of what we do is actually have a series of classes. There are eight 50-minute classes in which we actually have soft mats. We call them judo mats. Everybody familiar with judo mats where the students are um, work on those mats, and they do exactly what I said. We have them squat. Extend an arm, touch the ground, and roll. Okay, so we do everything in slow motion from a very low position, as low as you can, right. like essentially sitting or squatting. And as the class progresses, they do it higher, like kneeling position, and eventually from the standing position. And it's, it's amazing. We, we are always amazed ourselves how much a student can improve in eight classes. And in actual time, have pre-existing injuries, you okay. know, whether it's a you know foot injury or arm injury. Okay. It it it's one of those things that you know you, you cannot get around. Yeah. But the same principles hold no matter what your background is. The same principles hold. Get as close as the ground to the ground as you can. Extend your arm to protect your face. Rotate and as you touch the ground, roll. But as far as like your class, can they still participate? I'm sorry? Can they still participate in your classes? Yes, we, okay. we encourage them to participate um, because the whole idea is knowing a little is better than knowing nothing. That's right. right. Yeah. 
Now, Bill, you know, you've been great to talk with and to share about Kupuna Kiro Hawaii. And maybe you can give our listeners a way they can reach you and Hiroshi and your team about how they can sign up for your next class. Okay. We, we have a website, and the website is kupunaaikido.org. Kupunaaikido.org. If you go to our website, it will ask eventually ask you to register. You put your name, your, your email, and your phone number. And n- now we have it in our data bank. Whenever we have a class, we reach back into the data blank, bank, and whoever registered will get an email from us saying that classes are open for registration. That's great. And what's the approximate cost? The cost right now is $50 for eight lessons. Wow, what a deal. <laughs> well, we've been speaking with Sensei Bill Doi and Sensei Hiroshi Kato. Uh, they're with Kupuna Aikido Hawaii. And thank you both so much for what you're doing for our Kupuna and the community. Thank you for having us here. Coming up next, we have our Kupuna Wiki Classic Trivia. We'll be back with more Kupuna Wiki right after this. Cheney Brooks Choice Advisors assists clients in buying and selling their homes by striving to create an easy and seamless transition. With multiple awards spanning most transactions of the year, client service award, and being in the top 100 realtors, Cheney Brooks Choice Advisors wants to provide you with excellent service and care when making a major life decision. Over the years, their agents have greatly enjoyed serving each and every one of their clients as if they were family. Whether you're a first-time homeowner or a senior, they understand the challenges and complexities of the real estate process and want to help you every step of the way. Cheney Brooks Choice Advisors wants to provide you with the most information so you can make the best decision. Because as they like to say, real estate is about choice. Contact Cheney Brooks Choice Advisors today for a free in-person property valuation by calling 753-9033 or email them client service at choicehi.com. Welcome back to Kupuna Wiki on AM 690, The Answer. Thank you to all the participants who called it to last week's Kupuna Wiki trivia. And last week's question was, what is the Hawaii State motto in English? The answer is, the life of the land is perpetuated in righteousness. And now, this week's Kupuna Wiki trivia question is sponsored by Kupuna Aikido Hawaii. What is the largest active volcano on Earth, and how large is it? For a chance to win a Long's gift card, be the first person to call us with the correct answer at 808-792-5188. We hope everyone is staying safe during this time. And remember, if you want to hear past episodes of the Kupuna Wiki radio show, please go to kupunawiki.com or call us at 808-792-5188. Again, we'd like to thank this segment sponsor, Cheney Brooks Choice Advisors, for providing you with the best real estate information so you can make the most informed decisions. As they like to say, real estate is about choice. To contact them, call 808-753-9033. Well, thanks for joining us today on the Kupuna Wiki Radio Show, Hawaii Senior Resource. We strive to make sure our seniors are informed and supported every step of the way. Again, I'm Brandon. And I'm Andrew. And we'll see you back next time on the Kapuna Wiki Radio Show.
You've been listening to the Kupuna Wiki radio program. If you'd like more information about today's topics, please call us at 792-5188. That's 792-5188. Or visit us online at kupunawiki.com. Until next time, aloha. The preceding program was sponsored by Kupuna Wiki, Hawaii's senior resource.